Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Sayer and Kelly Fox. Welcome to Fearless Generations, 12 Steps to Freedom. This is Kelly Fox, and I am excited to come to you because this is a new month, and we are moving on to a new step. And tonight's step is Step 11, Passion. And tonight is Introduction Night, which you know that means anything goes. So I'm excited (laughs) to get into this new step and get things moving. First. I'm going to introduce my new beautiful co-host tonight. Uh, Terry Sayre is not feeling well, so the wonderful Trish March is stepping in for her tonight. We are super super lucky to have her. So how are you doing tonight, Trish? I am doing great, and I'm just so excited to be here with you um, to talk about passion. Yes, yes. So you're getting double duty on passion this month. You're going to open it and close it. So this is going to be a special month for our (laughs) listeners. And for me, I'm so excited. We're getting, we're getting squished in the Trish Oreo right now. So I'm super excited. (laughs) So our guest coach tonight, which we are also super excited to have on, he's been on the show before. Uh, so please welcome Donya Fami. How are you doing tonight? Great. How are you? I am good. Thank you. So, Donya, it's been a while since you've been on the show. So please remind the listeners what it is that you do and who it is that you serve. Oh, sure. So I'm a natural health and lifestyle expert and a sustainable wellness success mentor. And I love to help super busy, crazy busy women, uh, entrepreneurial women, professional women who lead sort of crazy busy lives, uh, learn how to use the power of natural solutions to experience more sustained energy, better focus, and stronger immunity because without that, it's really hard to be very successful in your endeavors when you're running around in 10 different directions all the time. So it's really all about sustainability. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. I know, uh, shoot, Trish, how long ago was it? Maybe three years ago, I was completely exhausted all the time. Mm -hmm. I would pass out on my couch in the middle of the day and um, not take a nap. I would pass out. And one day I actually passed out while I was driving and I went oh, into the back of a semi <laughs> oh, that was parked on the no. side of the road and oh, totally killed my car. Um, fortunately though, I was not hurt at all, but it was a huge wake up call of how I needed to start treating my body better and uh, start thinking about thinking more about um, how I was taking care of myself, um, how much of a priority I was in my life, 
um, you know, where I was allowing myself or giving myself permission and where I wasn't. And, um, you know, I, I call it burning the candle at both ends. And I feel like that's kind of what you're talking about. Um, those kind, the kind of woman that's just, um, running so fast to take care of everyone else and possibly forgetting about herself. Yeah, taking on more than, than, than is really um, practical or, or doable. And then I think there's also a, a, comp- a psychological component to that, which is that you, you're like, go, go, go. It's never enough. I need to do more. And the more you pile on, the harder it is to get things done. And the more exhausted you are and the more prone you are to making mistakes and doing things that could end up harming you. So uh, a mm-hmm. lot of it is all about just uh, uh, kind of creating awareness of what we're doing and where we're going and how is it serving us in the long haul. Because if we're not filling up our tanks, right, with the right kind of fuel, mm-hmm we are not going to be able to serve others. Right? We'll just run ourselves into the ground. And what you were talking about, like that you actually got in a car when you were really tired. <laughs> That's a risk, right? And if you were a little bit mm-hmm. being more mindful, you probably would have made a slightly different choice. I don't know. Maybe. But, uh, well, I had you know, to. That's, that's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had no, to take someone just, somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, yeah, uh, I mean, so, I, you know what I I'm think, saying? yeah, yeah. I think if I was taking care of myself better, I would have set myself up a little bit better to be able to have the energy to do what I needed to do. You know, I mean, I think that's why I had, you know, why it was such a wake up call. Like I could not keep putting everything um, before myself. And, um, and so it almost was a needed thing uh, in my life so that I could have that wake up call. Cause I don't know if that wouldn't have ha- if that didn't happen, I would probably mm. still be treating myself the same. So unless you had um, a different wake up call, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. And yeah. Who yeah. knows well, if I would have survived that one. So yeah, yeah. It, um it's so important to take care of ourselves and I think that that really can go into our topic tonight of passion very well because I feel like we need to have a passion for our self-care. We need to have yeah. a passion for what fuels us. And I think what fuels us is usually something we're passionate about. So start us off, Donya, and what does passion mean to you? Uh, you know, it's, 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 a, it's an interesting question, and it's actually very relevant because passion is one of my um, highest values, you know, um, I'm very passionate about every, pretty much everything in life, <laughs> and I feel like that, for me, passion is, like you said, the fuel. It's the fuel that drives us to take the action to have a more fulfilling, purposeful, um, and extraordinary kind of life, okay? it, 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 it's the, it's the mo- It's motivation of a sort, but it comes from within. So a lot of times motivation mm-hmm. is more sort of externally driven, like we're trying to please other people or impress other people or we're trying to achieve a certain goal that would, you know, uh, impress other people. And that's kind of what we're using as the fuel to get the momentum to take action and move forward on a goal. And 
I mean, that works for some people, but I think, again, it works to a certain point because that is one of the things that can lead us to burnout, right? When we're Mm -hmm. being motivated by something other than that's not coming from within, I guess is what I'm trying to say. So when the passion is genuine and authentic, it's coming from within, it's coming from a deep kind of desire to serve, to achieve. Um, But, again, it's still kind of, I feel like it's tied to service has to be tied to service in some way for it to be authentic and meaningful as opposed to achieving. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with achieving. I'm not, I'm not trying to say we shouldn't be achievers. I think achievement's great, but achievement when it's in, in service to a greater vision or desire to contribute and, and, and to improve the lives of other people. So that's how, how I see it. Mm -hmm. Trish, what is passion to you? Um, I think that when I think of passion, I'm thinking of, and I, personally, I'm thinking personally, I think of, you know, when I'm feeling most in alignment and when mm-hmm. I'm feeling pretty centered and I, I'm doing something that really, you know, I, I agree with the service, but I also think that there's something at, that, like, brings your energy up. <laughs> it, like, mm-hmm. it's almost like it um, enhances you. You know, when I feel like I'm, when I'm passionate about something, it's something, you know, that really gets me all jazzed up and, you know, in alignment. And I'm, I'm just really mm-hmm. excited about it. <clears throat> and it kind of creates energy for me rather than depleting me, right? So it's mm-hmm. something a little bit more positive. I think, you know, um, kind of going along the line of health, you know, I think so many people get caught up <clears throat> in their goals and have – and. Yeah. They might feel passionate about them to start off with, but I think, you know, unless you can keep the momentum around that or motivation, you lose some of the energy and people just kind of push through and keep pushing and pushing and pushing to achieve their goals. And they're like, oh. Trish? Hello? Oh, I thought it was me. <laughs> no. Did we lose her? Trish, we lost you. Hopefully she'll come back soon. I think when you're working so much or, or when you're pursuing something and pushing, 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 you know, and, you know, maybe you, your passion is a little bit misplaced, um, it's almost like you need to readjust and have a passion for yourself, right? We were talking about the health, mm-hmm. you know, developing that passion for yourself and for the self-care and things. So, I, you know, for me, passion enlivens me. So it's anything that really enlivens me. And, you know, I think when I first started working, <laughs> I had a huge passion for work and getting ahead, and I was ambitious and motivated. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, got all jumbled up with the goals and the and the passion, you know, and I was, like, so excited about it. But then, you know, as, as life happens, you know, things, you know, you lose some of that motivation, you lose some of the momentum, and you're still pushing through because I have a passion for this. This is my goal, my ambition, right? And, um, you know, I think that a lot of times, you can look at that and, and maybe maybe it's time to reevaluate, <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time to, like, like, Kelly, with the situation you had with, you know, not being well, you know, time to reevaluate, right? So it's finding that happy, yeah. that, that place where you really want to yeah. think through, is this really a passion? Like, is this my purpose? You know, what am I, what, what am I doing here? 
right? Is this the right thing uh, for me? Yeah. Does it feel right inside? Yeah. Yeah. Like we say, anything. I just think it's interesting that you brought up the. uh, (laughs) We just keep talking over each other. Donnie, do you want to? Donnie, go ahead and talk. Sorry. Oh, I was just saying. I think it's really interesting that you talked about the like the the passion for achieving goals, for example, and the you know mission vision in that context. Because one of the things I found in my work is that people don't have health goals. <laughs> they don't have meaningful goals right. around their health. And that's one of the things I teach people is how to associate, how to, how to um, identify a meaningful goal, a health-related goal that you can set and accomplish, and then how to associate with it. In other words, you know, how to really like, um, and I use a little bit of NLP technique when I do that with people, which is to really dig deep to the deeper why it's important. And I think that that, that um, is something that could, if it's done in the right way, could fuel passion, right? Like if we just yeah. make an arbitrary health goal, like say, and of course a lot of people, women especially, they have goals for losing weight, and that's great. But losing weight in as a goal in and of itself, isolated from all the other factors that contribute to, you know, <laughs> like what happens if you don't lose the weight, or you know what ha- you know what it takes to lose the weight is involved. Uh, then I feel like that that's a harder goal to achieve because it's not coming from a deeper uh, place of passion for your health and well-being. So if the desire to lose the weight because you want to feel good in your body, you want to feel strong, you want to feel confident that you're not going to become sick, that, you know, that kind of thing, it's, a, it's like if you look at it that way, it's a whole different thing, right? Then if you say, oh, yeah. I'm just so sick of looking at myself in the mirror, I don't fit in my clothes, I hate the way I look, I need to lose weight. I, what do I need to do to do that, right? And then you jump into that thing, like, oh, i got to go to the gym or I've got to, you know, run 10 miles a day or whatever it is. Um, and so I feel like the, the, the piece that's missing when we, when we approach our health goals, so to speak, is the passion. Um, how can we mm-hmm. create that passion, come up from that, generate that from a deep well inside that keeps us going and then and keeps us less focused on um, – the tangible results, although that's important, right? Like, you know, if you, have, if you study goals and achieve goal achievement, you know, you're supposed to have some measurable uh, markers, right, so that you know that you're making accomplishments. So that's one of the things I try to help people do is what can we identify as a marker that's not necessarily uh, telling you that you've achieved the goal, but that you're on track to achieve it whether that means getting off medication, whether that means losing a couple of pounds, whether that means getting, you know, blood work that's showing an improvement in your numbers, whatever those numbers might be. And it's obviously going to be different for different people depending on what kind of health challenges they may be experiencing. But I feel like the, like I think just um, associating with what it would feel like to be in your body when it's totally solid and healthy and your mind is clear and you don't have, like, that brain fog, you don't have that constant, like, tiredness where you're always reaching, you know, for some caffeine or a kind of stimulant just to keep you going. You, you're just so much more connected to your natural energy flow. Um, and I feel like if you can 
get passionate about that and passionate about the activities that help you get there, right? So if you just really hate going to the gym and you feel like that's your only choice to get there, you're not going to be passionate about that. And you'll give it a try, you'll give it your best shot, and then at a certain point you're just going to trail off or give it up altogether. So then it becomes more of a quest of, like, what am I passionate What kind of physical activity can I engage in that is exciting or that I just really enjoy? Maybe it's dance. Like, I've been doing Zumba lessons for, oh, gosh, I don't know, like eight years now, eight, nine years. I have a wonderful instructor who I love, um, and and that's what, you know, I, I wouldn't have thought about it. I was just trying it out because I'd heard about it and I wanted to know what it was about, and I just enjoy it so much because I love moving my body and I love dancing and I love music. So, like, I get to combine all three of those passions into an activity that's also really beneficial to my health and my body. So I feel like uh, that's, that's, that's key, you know is to find the, find the passion for your self-care, as you mentioned. And by that meaning, find the passion for yourself and your well-being and not just in the present but ongoing, right? So it needs to be a sustainable activity, whatever that is. And if you like to cook food, then put your passion into cooking healthier food. That's one of the things I did during the, um, during the sheltering in place. I started doing all kinds of, uh, playing around with all kinds of recipes, recipes for, you know, gluten-free, sugar-free, um, sweet treats, you know, um, and all kinds of veggie dishes and learning how to master the art of swapping out unhealthy ingredients and replacing them with healthier ingredients. So taking like a traditional recipe, for example, and then just replacing what I consider to be kind of some not the healthiest of ingredients with healthier ingredients and still having it taste yummy and enjoy the process of doing it. So there's a lot of different ways you can approach it. Yeah, I think that's awesome. And Sorry, go ahead, Kelly. No, go for it. Um, I was just going to say I think that there's so many components to passion, you know, like creativity and, you know, Mm -hmm. motivation. And, you know, we really focus on, you know, working with fear. We really work on the emotional components around passion too, you know, like working on, you know, self-acceptance and forgiveness and compassion for yourself and things like that. So there's so many components of that also moving you into that compassionate or to that passion piece of um, wellness or in in whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever goal or aspect or change you're looking to make. I think that, um, you know, especially with, you know, when we're talking about health or even losing weight or, working out, it's really learning, you know, being creative about what fires and motivates you, but also, you know, looking at, you know, what the possibilities are, you know, what could, what, what could happen for you if, if you were to eat healthier or be creative with your diet or, you know, mm-hmm. um, be working out. And I think that there's, you know, that can really contribute to your passion as well, you know, my myself, I'm, you know, a bit on the heavy side right now, especially, and I have been doing some forgiveness work because, you know, I, otherwise I would beat myself up, right? And that's not going to help me yes. be passionate about anything, right? So right, it's coming right. up with these little tricks and tools and things that you can use to really support yourself um, and help you on your way to building that passion and that momentum, Absolutely, and I mean, like, the self, self-esteem and the self-compassion is a really critical part of it, especially when it comes to health and it comes to diet, because there's so much um, judgment around it, 
and the first thing we have to do is stop judging ourselves. <laughs> right, right. And just, um, I say just in, when you know, knowledge is power, when you know better, you do better. So make it a point to get better, more informed, get support and guidance if you need it, or get it for a while until you can kind of fly on your own. Um, and don't keep judging yourself. It's like, you know, you're human. Um, you're going to, like, slip every now and then. And my advice to people is just uh, get on the path towards healthier eating, for example. It's just one component of health, but and it's an important one. So there's a spectrum of eating, right, from really bad to great, exceptional. Just get on the path where you just keep moving, whether it's slowly or fast. You decide the pace in the right direction with the eating and just keep moving in the direction of healthier cheats, right, because we're all going to cheat. So we'll just eat cheat. Eat sweets, but eat it made from, you know, sweet natural sweeteners that are low glycemic so that don't impact your blood sugar because that's a thing that's harmful to your health, and it's also a contributing factor to weight gain, just as an example. Yep. Yep, that's great. Yeah, I love that. We talk in Fearless Living about how everything can be done in fear and freedom, and that's when – you are so driven or so focused or so single-minded that you go all, de- go all day and then realize that you haven't really eaten, you haven't gotten up from your desk. And, right. um, you know, and so some point um, you crossed the line of passion <laughs> and, <laughs> and got into, uh, you know, some negative self-care there. And so it's, it's keeping, um, keeping, you know, mindful of that as well. Like, are you, are you giving yourself time to take care of yourself, to take care of those mm-hmm. other things that you have passion for, that you're not just working all day, even if you're passionate about what you're doing, that you're still allowing um, other things that you're passionate about come into play on a regular basis as well. I think yes. most people have more than one purpose and more than one passion. And I can get uh, a little lopsided in how I spend my time where I'm, I'm constantly working and not spending time with my family or I'm spending so much time with my family that I'm not getting things done for work. And so it's finding that, that um, that place, you know, that mythical place that works for me where I, I'm working enough to get my stuff done and, and feel that fuel from my passion for what I do and be creative and create new things and all of that, but then also have the time to spend with my family and, and um, you know, know what's going on with them and help them to feel loved and cared about and um and taking care of them so it's um we can be passionate about a lot of things and it's just continuing to stay mindful about the whys like um trish was saying you know why are you trying to achieve this goal or why are you you know what is it about what you get to do that you're passionate about or what is it about your family that you're passionate about or what is it about you know, dancing or food or self-care that you're passionate about yeah. and why does it fuel you? Why does it make you happy? Why does it turn you on? Why does it get you excited? 
And then, and I think you know, in those you times won't. where you're not feeling very passionate for life, you can remind yourself of those things. Yeah. Well, when I was mentioning the NLP technique I use when my goals, in my goals workshop, and that is a, a well-formed outcome where you keep digging deeper. So you say, why is it important for you to, you know, have X, Y, and Z, whatever that is, like to fit in your, you know, lose weight? And why is that important? And then why is that important? You just keep asking, you keep drilling down, you keep drilling down until you run out of answers. And then you, when you get to the bottom, then you get to the real core of the stuff of why it's really important. So we can ask the question on a superficial level, but if we don't keep digging deeper, we don't, a lot of times we won't get to the real driver of that passion. Yeah, we do exercises like that as well. And Sometimes uh, in a workshop when an exercise comes up like that and I'm a participant, I'm like, man, I don't like this exercise. <laughs> it's making me think too much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like answers. But when I'm a facilitator, I'm like, yeah, it's time for this kind of a work uh, exercise. So it's funny, you yeah. know, when you're giving it to someone else, it's really exciting. And then when you do it yourself, it's not as. But. You, you you do it because you know, right, the benefits from it. So I love that. I love that you do that. It's always, you know, and and then what will you have? That's kind of what we talk about. Yeah. But, um, um, exactly. And how will you know when and you what got will it? That will you, and then yeah. what will that What would it look what like? What does that yeah. mean? Yeah. Exactly. Um, and exactly. different things like that. So I love that. So it's we self, are almost out of time, ladies. Oh, dear. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know. It goes by fast. <laughs> I tell yeah. you, it goes by so fast. So, Donya, yeah. uh, I want to give you, uh, I want to give you a couple minutes to share with our listeners um, what you have coming up next and how they can get a hold of you. Uh, well, I uh, at the moment I don't have uh, anything coming up because I've been in a bit of a cause mode with the business. I had to deal with some personal family business the last couple of months, so. In the fall, I'll be uh, bringing back some of my workshops, which includes the health goals workshop. It also includes a shop on how to a workshop on how to control your sugar and junk food cravings. I do have a, a free gift that I'm happy to share with your audience if you awesome. would like to indulge that. I um, have something called my uh, your uh, guide to wellness success. And it's just a bundle of my top four sort of uh, tip sheets and guides. So it includes a, a quick start guide to better sleep. It includes a, a guide to healthy ingredient swaps. You know, I mentioned that a little bit earlier on the call. And it also includes a, an at-a-glance tip sheet for you to help identify, like, the top 12 toxic ingredients and in personal care products that you should avoid. And then it also has a little one-sheeter one on, um, you know, five ways to detox your home. And so you can access that if you go to www.danyafami.com. That's my name, D-O-N-Y-A-F-F as in Friday, A-H-M-Y.com forward slash gifts, and that's all lowercase, G-I-F-T-S, forward slash wellness, all lowercase, forward slash, and that'll take you to the page where where you can opt in to grab that. Yeah, awesome. And I would love for you to put that in our group and on our page so our listeners can okay. easily grab okay. it and um, and uh, have easy access to that. And we thank you so much for your generosity in offering that up to our listeners. Oh, my pleasure. Awesome. Thank you for having me yeah. on again. It's always, it's always Absolutely. fun. 
Yeah, <laughs> love having you on. Yeah. And Trish, thank you so much for coming and hanging out with me tonight. Uh, of especially course. since I contacted you last minute. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. I was up. Yeah, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I got the word last minute, and so so did you. But I am <laughs> very grateful that I wasn't here by myself to uh, host this show with Danya. The, you ladies did an awesome job, and I think both of you, you made tonight quite easy for me. Ah, thank Great. you. It was fun. But we want to remind you. It was nice to hear. Huh? Yes. I said it was nice to hear what Tanya had to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> yeah. See, now now Trish and Danya have a connection. So, great. Um, <laughs> so, we want to remind you all that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, you can go to fearlessliving.org, and they have a lots of great stuff there, so I encourage you to do so. You can also follow Rhonda on pretty much any social media. Rhonda Britton is her name, as I said before. You can find Fearless Generations at fearlessgenerations.org and we would love for you to come and subscribe get our monthly newsletter see when our workshops are coming up our group program is opening up again in October so we have all kinds of good stuff coming coming up and this coming Monday we are starting a five day challenge five ways to be fearless so you'll want Mm -hmm. to get in on that so go check that out either on, well, the challenge is only on our, our social media pages. So check that out in Facebook. Um, we would love to have you be a part of that. Um, so, everybody, thank you so much for being here. We will see you again next Monday at 9 p.m. Pacific right here, getting fearless. And until then, everybody, be fearless. Be fearless. Have a great night. Be fearless. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Haha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.